health confusion. It's real and it's overwhelming. This onslaught of information as you try to be your own best advocate. You know your body is toxic. You know your hormones are imbalanced. But what do you do? This is why I'm pretty excited to present a two-part series with Dr. Cause, where we're going to give you the nitty-gritty of how to balance your hormones and detox. Dr. Peter Kozlowski has a fantastic way of educating so that you and I can understand all of this information very easily. In today, in today's episode, the first part, Dr. Cause and I unpack the relationship between hormones, thyroid, the pancreas, insulin response, and the adrenal glands. He discusses the fact that a vast majority of us have hormone imbalance and why. We address adrenal fatigue and the controversy surrounding it since experts argue, is that even a real thing? So if you're tired and toxic, then it's time to get the funk out, balance your hormones and detox. It's all today on the Healthy Harmony Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to the Healthy Harmony Podcast, simple holistic wellness for women. I'm your host, Jennifer Pickett, dietitian turned functional medicine health coach. When it comes to your well-being, do you know what to do, but have a hard time actually doing it? Have you sacrificed your own health for the sake of taking care of everyone else? Are you tired and overwhelmed? But also, are you looking for answers ready to take a small step? Holistic wellness doesn't have to be time-consuming or overly complicated. In this podcast, you will discover simple tips to help you take control of your overall wellness. I want to help you make a shift from knowing what to do to actually doing it. If you are ready to feel better, make healthier decisions, address the obstacles standing in your way, and live a life of freedom and harmony, my friend, you're in the right place. Just a friendly reminder, the holiday survival guide and favorite things list. Clearly, you guys are loving the favorite things list that I put together for you. And I've really loved hearing the feedback, how you're using the survival guide to help you beat stress and combat those cravings. We cannot be dominated by sugar during this holiday season, and we cannot wait until January to get back on track. So I love how you're using that. So if you've missed it, it's not too late. You can still download this free holiday survival guide and a favorite things list. You can access that by going to bit.ly forward slash 2022 holiday. I'm sorry, one more time. Go into bit.ly forward slash 2022 healthy holiday. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash 2022 healthy holiday. Dr. Peter Kozlowski is a functional medicine doctor with a background in family practice. He has trained with leaders in his field, including Dr. Mark Hyman and Dr. Susan Blum. In his private practice, he uses a broad array of tools to find the source of the body's dysfunction, and his expertise has truly become gut health and toxicity. Currently, he works with patients online and has 
and in person uh, via two practices, one in Chicago, Illinois, and one in Bozeman, Montana. He is also the author of two books, Unfunk Your Gut and the recently released Get the Funk Out. Both are fantastic books and written with you and I in mind. Please welcome Dr. Cause. I'm really excited about today's podcast. Dr. Kaz is back. Dr. Kaz, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so glad you're back here on the show. And I have to tell you, I talk about you all the time. So if your ears have been burning, that would be me. Um, <laughs> last last year, right around this time, you came on the Healthy Harmony podcast. And the podcast, it was a two-part series. And we talked about your book, Unfunk Your Gut. And you are one of my favorite experts because of how you explain things in such a simple manner to where we understand and then we know what action steps to take. And so this podcast was an excellent example of that. So we had gone through gut health and you explained it so well. And I got to a point in the podcast and I said, okay, so what do we do about it? Where do we start? How do we heal our gut? And your first response was number one, get counseling. And I don't know if you can hear it in the podcast, but there's like a pause because I'm like, because I was not expecting that. And I should have from you, but I did not expect that as number one. And so I use that statement often with your name as I'm coaching clients every single day. I use that example. Like if we want to truly heal our body, we have to take a very holistic, comprehensive approach. So thank you for letting me use you as an example, talking about you all the time. So um, I'm one of your promoters out there. So I just appreciate you doing that podcast and coming back to talk about your new book. So you have as many patients that hate you as that that hate me. (laughs) Yes. Because a lot of people don't want to hear it. (laughs) They don't. They don't. Um, until they start working through some stuff and they see that healing and then to watch, especially women just literally transform, you know, over the course of, you know, coaching sessions because they were courageous enough to take those action steps. But yeah, there's always that offense at first, like, no, I'm handling this okay. We're here to talk about diet, supplements, (laughs) stool testing, urine testing. We're not here to talk about what happened to us when we were little kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there's always that offense there. So I like how you kind of tackle those tough topics. And this new book of yours is an example of that. So tell us about this new book. What prompted you to write this new book? I have no clue. It just kind of happened. I definitely was not planning to write a second book at all. And next thing you knew, I was done. Um, But the way I look at it is... I felt like after the first book, I had unfinished business um, because in my opinion, in my experience, there's five main areas we look at for underlying cause of disease and functional medicine, at least the way I was taught. And they are food, gut health, hormone imbalances, environmental toxins, and mental, emotional, spiritual health. So in Unfunk Your Gut, I covered diet, gut health, and mental, emotional, spiritual health. But then that left hormones and toxins. And the more patients that I see and the longer I'm in this field, um, I'm almost starting to believe that our environment, our toxic environment is an even bigger problem than our gut health. And that's because the, the toxins are affecting our gut health. 
Now, the point I make in this book, not so I, I talk about all the different ways that toxins can affect someone, and that could be your immune system, that could be your nervous system, that could be your cardiovascular system. But the big one, the, the connection that I try to make here is the reproductive system and the hormonal imbalances. Um, working with patients, I don't know if I could really name anybody that doesn't have some form of hormonal imbalance. And when I talk about hormones, again, like everything, I try to keep it pretty simple. So there's the thyroid, which is the most common. There's the adrenal glands, which is the one that people don't want to talk about. There is um, the pancreas and insulin and blood sugar issues. And then for men, there's low testosterone. And for women, it's combinations of different hormonal imbalances, but the most common that I see is estrogen dominance. Um, so these conditions, I mean, like I, like I said, if I'm lacking to find one, I can always pretty much find an imbalance in the adrenal glands. So that's where I could say that pretty much everybody you ever work with has some degree of a hormonal imbalance. And so once you find that, um, the next thing that people want to know is why. And my argument is, is that a lot of that is because of our toxic environment. So in this, I really get into some of my um, pet peeve topics in the functional medicine world or in the, in the traditional medicine world, which st it starts off with the thyroid and the, um, the attitude that regular medicine takes towards testing people's thyroids. So I get really deep into charts and um, tests of how to actually test your thyroid and then not just what reference ranges are, but what are optimal ranges. Um, and because to me, it's like the most basic thing when I have someone that comes to me and they're like, I've been coming, going to my doctor for six years saying I have all the symptoms of low thyroid, but they keep saying my TSH is fine. And then we test their T4, T3, and they're not fine or they're not within the range. And then a simple supplement or thyroid replacement completely changes someone's life. Um, be that basic, just, just based on knowing what are the right tests to order. Um, so I would say that's one of them. I think another one of the things that I just really want to spread is what is the proper testing when it does come to these other things. So, um, in the first book, we talked about the microbiome testing, organic acid testing, SIBO testing. In this one, I talk about what, in my opinion, is the best kind of testing for heavy metals, for mold, for glyphosate, for all the non-metal toxins. Um, and then for what, what I recommend for adrenal glands or um, male hormones or female hormones, et cetera. I just worked with a patient yesterday um, that the family's been working with a known functional medicine doctor for 10 years. And when I went through all the testing that I do, they hadn't done a single one of those tests. Oh my and goodness, none? None, not a single one. And and there was a supposedly a good functional medicine person. Right. But, so I'm always cognizant of the fact that my way is not the only way. And so there's definitely practitioners having success um, doing things other ways. But I do feel like I was pretty strongly influenced by people like Dr. Mark Hyman, by Susan Blum, by Elizabeth Boham, by Deepak Chopra and his staff at his clinic. Um, 
from a very from the beginning of my career. So I feel like I saw the way functional medicine should be. And most of my practice now has turned into cleaning up the mess of what other functional medicine doctors are doing. Yeah, um, yeah. The whole term functional has become so trendy. Um, I, I would call it like the equivalent where like the, the food industry started putting gluten-free on everything because gluten-free was trendy and they were putting gluten-free labels on products that never even had gluten in the first right. place. Very deceptive. Just to, to sell. And I think that the, a lot of practitioners are, are selling functional medicine and they want to help, but they're not really um, applying it the way I think it should be. But again, it's, it's what my experience. And so I know there's other ways to do it, but that's what I'm trying to share is I think that there's a lot of women that have been like, Hey, my hormones are super imbalanced, but my doctor says they're normal. So, well, how do we find those hormonal imbalances? And for a premenopausal woman, it's testing the hormones in the second half of the cycle. Um, it's looking at the free levels of hormones. It's looking at fasting insulin instead of just a hemoglobin A1C. Um, I, I feel very strongly about um, using chelation to do proper heavy metal testing. There's a lot of people that are doing hair testing, which I think has been pretty um, well proven that it, that it's not a good way of doing it. Um, so the long answer is, is that I guess my, my story wasn't finished with the first book, that, that I realized that there was still a lot of things that I work with with people that I didn't get out there. And now I feel like a lot of it is out there, at least how, how I, how I was taught functional medicine, how I've had lots of success with patients and just putting the tools in people's hands that, you know, when they go to their doctor and all they want to do is a TSH, well, they could come back with the charts and the ranges and the books and and the explanations that I've given. And I have over 300 citations uh, in the book. So it's, it's, there's evidence behind it, not just my experience. Um, So that, that's where I'm coming from. I just, it's such a powerful book. I've been digging in. I haven't completed it, but I will tell you the chapters that I've read, um, like are, they're all like, everything's highlighted. It's, I mean, it's that good. And again, what I appreciate about this is that it is easy for anyone to understand. You don't need a medical degree to understand your book. And that's what I deeply appreciate. That's what we're missing too. There's just some experts out there that they just want to make themselves sound very smart. And when they explain things, you're like, I have no idea what you just said. And 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 this is me coming at this when I'm doing research and I have a lot of education, a lot of experience. And, and I'm like, okay, what in the world are you trying to say? But again, when someone's focused on, you know, it's all about me, listen to how smart I am, that doesn't help anyone. So this is such a great book. So for the listeners, let me give you the title of the book. It's called Get the Funk Out, A Functional Medicine Guide to Balance Your Hormones and Detox. So a very important subject. Every single female client that comes to me says the same thing. I've got to balance my hormones. No matter what age they are, I've got to balance my hormones. My hormones are in balance. So this is such a huge, huge topic. So give us an overview when we say balance your hormones, how this works together. You have the hormones, you have the pancreas, you have the adrenals, you have the thyroid. Um, how, does, how does all of this work together? Give us like a, a little brief overview of the connectivity here and how the body works as a system. Yeah, the, I guess the the biggest thing is that they're all connected. Um, 
So, yeah, that that's a, that's a great question, and, and where to even begin? Like, how which one to start with? And and it's it is kind of comes down to like the chicken or egg thing. What came first? Because so if we start going down the loop of hormones, let's say that a woman um, in her thirties has been on birth control for a long time and is now interested in family planning. So she comes off birth control and then she starts getting her regular periods, but the periods are heavy. She is getting really bad anxiety. She's ending up in the emergency room with panic attacks. Um, They find ovarian cysts, they find some endometriosis. And so then for me, all of that sounds like estrogen dominance. And estrogen dominance is the most common condition that I see in women premenopausally. And just a, a brief review of that is, is that the, when the cycle by the books is 28 days, and the whole point of the, the cycle is for uh, fertilization of the egg. So first day one is the first day of bleeding. So day one is if the egg didn't get fertilized, the cycle starts over and prepares for pregnancy. And so in the first 15 days, your body's making estrogen and no progesterone. And then starting around day 15, you start making progesterone. And progesterone is the hormone that prepares you to get pregnant. Um, What estrogen dominance is, is not enough progesterone in the second half of the cycle. And that could be due to the toxins that are in the body that are preventing the progesterone from being produced. But that could also be due to all the the nasty toxins that mimic estrogen in our body. So things like sunscreen and beauty products and chlorine, all those things are um, have estrogen effects. So they're like artificially raising, making your body think there's more estrogen. So we've got our first diagnosis of estrogen dominance. And so then the next thing is like, well, what's next? And then So a lot of women, we will end up putting on progesterone replacement to help balance out the body, what it's not making. Well, what could be an underlying cause of that? Well, what if we went through a bunch of trauma when we were little kids and we've been living in this sympathetic fight or flight response where we have been making a ton of cortisol, right? And so cortisol is our stress hormone. And I always say cortisol is one of the two hormones you don't want too much of. And the other one is insulin. But so cortisol is high, right? This before all the estrogen dominance started, we started with high cortisol because of some unresolved trauma. The building block for your hormones is cholesterol. So we turn cholesterol into DHEA, which become, which then can become progesterone, estrogen, testosterone. We turn cholesterol into cortisol. We turn cholesterol into aldosterone. And there's this condition in the alternative medicine world that the traditional community doesn't really accept, but it's called cortisol steel. And so what that means is we have one building block for our hormones and that's cholesterol. Well, due to the fact that your body, when it's in fight or flight or sympathetic response, it will choose to turn all of the cholesterol into cortisol. And then there's no cholesterol left to make estrogen, progesterone, etc. So now we're two steps deep. We've diagnosed estrogen dominance that actually might've started as some trauma when we were a little kid. 
Then we've been accumulating toxins over this time because there's mold in our house or there's lead in our water or we got some heavy metals from mom before birth. And our thyroid has been absorbing these toxins. And Dr. Susan Blum, who I think wrote one of the best functional medicine books before mine, in my opinion, all about thyroid, to me, described the thyroid as a sponge for toxins. So we've been under this stress. And then over the years, our thyroid has been absorbing toxins. Well, you get enough toxins in your thyroid, your immune system is going to want to get rid of them. So then your immune system starts attacking your thyroid. And that creates Hashimoto's disease. And then your thyroid's imbalanced. Well, now you'll never be able to balance out your estrogen and progesterone because your thyroid is now under attack and not functioning optimally. Then you throw in the whole time that cortisol has been being released and cortisol causes sugar to be released. When sugar is released, that causes insulin to be released. So now you're starting to develop an insulin sensitivity because of not even just your diet, just because you're stressed out all the time. So you're living in a high sugar state. So just over the course of just a normal life for a woman, we've now got Hashimoto's, we've got adrenal fatigue, we have estrogen dominance, and we have blood sugar resistance. Which no one fully understands. They just come to us and say, I can't lose weight. And they're depressed because they can't lose weight. And they're doing all the funky things, uh, ultimately very toxic things to lose weight yeah. that is limiting their their progress even more. Just a, just a huge, huge obstacle. That was such a good, I'm sitting here, of course, no one can see us, but I'm sitting here frantically taking notes. Um, just so, so good. I'm so glad I've got the book to, to reference back. But you said so many powerful things there. So, you know, you... You talk about these hormone imbalances, and I know there's some very common hormone imbalances. You reference adrenals, thyroid, et cetera. Go a little bit more in depth to the adrenal glands. Obviously, that is the adrenal glands produce the cortisol. So talk a little bit more about the adrenal glands and introduce that topic to us. Yeah. So the adrenal glands are basically kind of like your stress response glands, and they're they're kind of like the main hormone producing gland to keep us alive. I mean, if you take it even deep back or through evolution, like the whole reason we survived is because our nervous system was set up to either protect us or to allow us to relax. And so protecting us is called the sympathetic nervous response, right? And people are familiar with that as the fight or flight response. And that was awesome when you were just out in the fields and there's a lion or there's a bear. And so you need to figure out how to survive. But that didn't happen all the time. That, that, that situation would come and go. And then you would survive and you'd have, you'd have some food and you'd be relaxed. And so we had this nice balance of, okay, we need to survive, but we also need to relax. And I, whether it's due to the environmental toxins, whether it's due to just the amount of over-information and stress that we have, that sympathetic nervous system is being activated more frequently and than it should be. And so that's making the adrenals work a lot harder than they were designed to do. So if your adrenals are working a lot harder than they were designed to do, then you start losing the capacity for your other hormones to function. 
Um, adrenal fatigue in, in doing the research for the book is a, a very controversial topic, I would say, in regards to like the American Academy of like endocrinologists, like flat out say that it is a fake condition. It is false. It is made up. Don't believe it. And then there's the other extreme in the alternative medicine world that everybody is diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. Um, and another pet peeve of mine in the functional medicine world is that there's a lot of practitioners that kind of get harp on this adrenal fatigue and their strategy is here buy $3,000 of supplements and it'll fix your adrenal glands. Um, that drives me crazy because that that's not the treatment for the adrenal glands. The treatment is, is to heal the trauma and to dig into what is destroying, um, our mental health or our emotional health or spiritual yeah. health. Um, and so in the alternative medicine world, the adrenal fatigue can be classified into, uh, different stages. Some people say there's three stages. Some people say there's four first stage is basically just that you are ex exposed to a stressor. Um, like yesterday in front of our house, there was a car accident and there was a car on fire. That was a, a just an acute stress. Like, wow, I hope those people are okay. Um, and then, but what can happen is, is then stress can become more chronic. It's like, Hey, I'm going through, uh, college or I'm going, trying to go through high school, uh, during a pandemic where everybody's fighting each, with each other over what's the right way to handle things. Um, or just like my job, you know, I like it, but the people I work with suck and I have a hard time dealing with them. And then, so then you're living under this more chronic state. And then the argument is, is that if you live in that state long enough, then your adrenal glands basically just give up and flatline. And that's the part where I, I kind of disagree with, with the tr alternative medicine world is I've only seen one person ever that had a flatline on their adrenal glands. And, and it was somebody that was very environmentally toxically ill. Um, so that's the part that I, I think all of us fall between stage one and two, which is either acute stress or chronic stress. It takes a lot for someone to fall in that last stage of just totally flat lines. And so what I mean with that is I, I do describe the testing in the book, but I use saliva testing for the adrenal glands where we measure your cortisol through your spit, um, basically like 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 10 p.m., and the cortisol should start high and then go down and then kind of level off. And that that's a normal pattern. So to me, stages one or two is just that the cortisol is either going to be high or low or all over the place. And that's going to be stage one or two. What, what a lot of practitioners are diagnosing or looking for is the stage three or four, as they would call it, which is just the flat line uh, of cortisol. And again, I, I've done a lot of these tests and I've only ever seen that once in my life. Um, so that, you know, and, and I would say the biggest thing to teach someone is if you are working with a functional practitioner that is diagnosing you with adrenal fatigue, but they're telling you that just the only option is, is here, go online and like buy this list of supplements from my website that isn't, maybe it'll work for somebody, but that that's just traditional medicine being called functional medicine. That is, oh, I like how you put that. Yeah, putting I like a band-aid onto like, oh, your adrenal glands aren't working. So here, take some vitamin C, take some vitamin B vitamins. 
uh, take some adrenal extract and we'll kind of improve them. That That is just traditional medicine. Yeah. So yeah, that, sure. that's to me, in my experience, the adrenal glands and what I, you know, what I see, how I test it. Um, and I will use supplements. I, I more lean towards supplements that lower cortisol. Um, I, I particularly have had a really amazing success with one called Cortisol Manager from Integrative Therapeutics. Um, it's two capsules at night, or they might be tablets. Um, it's just a nice blend of adaptogenic herbs, which is things like ashwagandha and L-theanine, um, magnesium. And adaptogenic herbs are basically just things that lo lower something that there's too much of or increase something there's too little of. So if you're living in a high cortisol state, an adaptogen should help lower the, the, that value. But you know, if you're relying on that supplement and buddy, you're waking up in the morning and fighting with your spouse or you know, just um, being extremely stressed out by all the work emails overnight, that supplement's really not going to do too much, is it? Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you explained adrenal glands. I think for a majority of my listening audience, we're really introducing a topic that has not been necessarily on their radar. Okay. Um, they are, they're really, you know, they're struggling with hormone balance. They don't know why they've, I mean, they've maybe heard of the adrenal glands, but it has not been forefront of mind. They haven't worked with a functional medicine practitioner to do the saliva cortisol test. I'll tell you this, working with a functional medicine doctor as her coach and seeing her clients, we are doing these, uh, so frequently on women and it's, it is amazing what we see. I mean, it, we have to understand the role that stress has and what stress is doing to our overall health and how those adrenal glands are just getting very depleted because we've just ignored some things. And I, and I would say that my other biggest point about why, why it's so important to test them is, is because the sim, in my experience, the symptoms of estrogen dominance versus low thyroid versus adrenal fatigue, the symptoms can all end up being the same. Like, you know, you could be so convinced that you have a thyroid disease and then you come back with your thyroid testing and it's totally perfect. And, but then nobody did the adrenal testing, but if the adrenal gland testing came back totally screwed up, then that could explain all the low thyroid symptoms. Um, and so that's where I think, um, you know, in my first book, I, I really harp on staying off the internet because you know, you can go online and convince yourself like, all right, this is, there's no doubt about it. It's estrogen dominance, or there's no doubt about it. It's low thyroid, but I can't tell you how many times I, I'll just want to test everything and, and say, you know what, it sounded like low thyroid, but this is actually your adrenal glands that are the whole underlying problem. You've done a great job of really giving us a really good overview of what this looks like in the body. And just like last time, it's so much great information. I don't want to shove it into one podcast. So we're going to continue this as a part two, because I really want us to get into hormones and toxins. So we're going to continue this in a part two. Dr. Cods, thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. We are not done. It is a big discussion. That's why I broke it down into two parts. Um, and I really love how Dr. Cods 
explained adrenal fatigue. And it is something that I have struggled with and I'm seeing in a vast majority of my clients. And it is just not something that's being discussed enough. That's why I really wanted him to kind of go into that topic. And uh, next podcast, we will dive more in depth on toxicity and how those toxins are damaging our cells. And most importantly, how we can detox how we can make some better choices and get rid of some of those toxins. So be sure and join us next time. If you missed when he joined us on the podcast before and we discussed gut health as a two-part series, that was last year. I will certainly link that here so you can go back and listen. Again, fantastic discussion. And um, I'm just so glad that he has agreed to come back on and has this new book. Again, he's one of my favorite experts. So uh, be sure and join us next time as we continue the discussion. Until then, download your holiday survival guide. Um, remember that uh, address is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, bit.ly forward slash 2022 healthy holiday. And check out that favorite things list. You might need a little gift from yourself uh, from that list. Remember, I just want you to have a healthy and happy holiday season. Bye, friend. Bye.